The number you have dialed has been changed. The new number is... Please note, the new number is... Ayo Josh, let me, ayo Josh, let me, ayo Josh, let me, ayo Josh, let me get a little bit of reverb. Yeah. J Will. Yeah, I'm about that lifestyle. I talk green work, repping it all over. It's right on the t-shirt. Been for a lifetime. Yeah, that's a long pass. Figure I would show some love right on the podcast. Turn this up loud and make sure you don't do nothing else. Cause if you're listening to us, then you're improving your health. My name is Jay Will. Welcome to the show, yeah. Wrestle, flow, 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 yeah. What is going on everyone? Welcome to Wrestling Reverb. It is... Man, it's so weird to say this, Kev, but it is nearly the end of the decade. It is a... December is crazy because it's, like we said in our little pre-chat, it's always time for a little bit of reflection of the year, but we're looking over the last 10 years and life is very different to the start of, of the decade than it is the end. I mean, we were babies. We were little teenagers. <laughs> I know. It's it's crazy to think how fast it's all gone. Like, I remember, I feel like I remember 2010 like it's yesterday. Mm. And here we are heading into 2020 as a couple of 20, well, I'm 23, you're 24 now. Yeah. A couple, yeah. Of, a couple of strapping young gentlemen, right? Oh, to take on. Just think, Kev, 10 more years and we'll be in our 30s. <laughs> oh that's weird i don't know man and, it, oh, and it, it's gonna fly by too like you don't think it now but it's gonna fly by I know. life just flies on by you have to stop and appreciate it every once in a while it's crazy it is really crazy like the decade like you think of just like i was just think going through obviously the kind of the kind of in thing at the last week is spotify and you end of decade playlists and like you know, all of that kind of stuff. Year, year rap. What's it? Spotify wrapped? Is it called? Yeah. 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 I love that shit. So do I. It, like, it, I don't know. It gets me going. I don't know why. I'm just like, fuck yeah. And all the playlists <laughs> that come out on Spotify that are like, the decade for you. And like, these are the most streamed songs of the decade. And I'm like, oh my God. At the start of the decade, I was listening to like Lady Gaga and Kesha. And now it's like, they're not even really like that big of a deal anymore. Like 10 years can change a lot in just life. And you look at wrestling and music and everything like that, and it's like, holy shit, it's been yeah, 10 you years. How, you remember how big Katy Perry was at the beginning of the decade? She was like the thing. It was like her, Gaga. Um, I mean, Taylor Swift was just starting, basically, at the start of this decade. Like, she was not even in her peak. She, like, <laughs> It's so weird to even think about just entertainment-wise. Like, movies, we weren't even... We're coming up to the last... We're coming up to the last... Um, movie of this trilogy of Star Wars and at the start of the decade it wasn't even a thing <laughs> that we knew about. I know, we didn't even like, we never would have thought in, in 2010 that we would get a whole new trilogy and it would be fucking awesome Yeah, next week by the way Star Wars, are you going to see I it? Know. I know! I am I mean, I'm just I'm, I've, I've got my tickets ready, I'm going to a midnight screening on Thursday, well technically Friday but, um, I'm Mm, very much ready for that movie. 
Very yeah, I'll exciting. definitely be heading to an early screening on Thursday night. Very excited. I'm very excited just to like... We've, we've talked about Star Wars before. We're both fans of The Last Jedi, aren't we? Am I yes, mistaken? we are. We're on... I think we're in the... Well, I don't know if we're in the minority or if it's just a vocal minority that says they don't like it. But a lot of people... I think it's like a dead split, honestly. You talk to 10 people, I think it's... I think it's five and five, honestly. But but the people that don't like it really don't like it. I know. I mean, I don't think it's... Well, I know we differ here. I don't think it's like the best Star Wars ever. You really like The Last Jedi, though, don't you? I thought it was one of the top three. Um, Rogue, One's my favorite. Rogue One's my favorite Star yeah, Wars movie. Then Empire Strikes Back. And then after that, The Last Jedi is definitely up for consideration. Well, you know mine, and everyone hates me for it, so I may as well stay on the yeah. hate train, I guess, and... and Phantom Menace. I mean, Phantom Menace is great. So is The Last Jedi, though, so I guess what do I know? Um, I'm excited for it, though, everyone. Don't worry. We'll have an episode next week, and no, regardless of if we've both seen it or one of us seen it, we're not going to spoil anything, but I'm very damn excited for that fucking movie just to come out. And I'm, I'm not ready for all the hate... Don't worry, no matter what they do, something will be wrong, and people are gonna slam it online. I'm just, I'm already know. No matter, they could make the greatest Star Wars ever in, at this point, in this day and age, someone's gonna complain about it. So, oh yeah, people just complain it. to complain, it's fun to complain. Yeah, it, well it is. It, it, it really is sometimes. Um, speaking of complaining, we have got TLC in three days, four days, whatever it is. Um, and a lot of people have been complaining about the fact that this card has come together so late. There's been, quote-unquote, no build. Um, I don't really believe in that because the last three weeks they've actually been building this card just because something isn't announced for a show doesn't mean it's not build. Uh, not, you know, whatever, uh, not built. But I just... Uh, how are you feeling about the overall anticipation for the last pay-per-view of WWE's decade? People think that to have a build, you have to have the match announced, then you build to it. When in reality, it's quite the opposite. You could literally build to a match and have it announced the day of the pay-per-view. But if, if the build is there, if you've done segments and had matches and had everything that contributes to the build of this match, it, it works. I prefer it. I, I know we, we had a pay-per-view a couple months ago that we, we had the same sort of thing where they didn't announce very many matches before. I think it was Hell in a Cell. It was Hell in a Cell, yeah. There was like four matches going into the card, and then they announced like three or four on the day. I'm yeah, and people were up in arms about it. Yeah. But was Hell in a Cell a good pay-per-view? I'd say it was. Yeah, despite the ending. <clears throat> well, yeah. <laughs> and the ending was a bit rough, but the pay-per-view oh, itself... You know what? That that takes me back to what I said originally. Like, is a pay per view good if it, if the main event is that bad? Mm, I don't know. But that's that's that's, was, that's that's a discussion for a different day. But I do yeah. understand what you're saying. Um, I'm I'm the same as you. I prefer matches to be actually on a card that actually have a spot on the card. Like they actually mean something. Like I seen a lot on Twitter about. You probably seen me post or something about this during Raw, but like Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy is happening at this card and someone was like, oh cool, a match um, happening with literally no build and added to a card six days beforehand. I'm like, this has had like three or four weeks of build. This this has been going on for a few weeks now and they're just announcing it now and I'm like, you're still gonna, everyone's still complaining. I don't understand. For months, people have been saying, especially on the side of Alistair Black, hey, 
We want this dude wrestling. We don't want him sitting there doing promos. Well, now he's on a pay-per-view card and you're still whinging because it's not how you envisioned it. I'm excited to see Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy. They have the potential to steal a show. They do. They're that good. Um, but just that whole society at the moment of just whinging to whinge and complain to complain, it's just, it's driving me kind of crazy. I'm glad we're coming to this season, the end of this year, and we get into the Rumble because less people complain. Because no matter a Rumble, it's a Rumble, it's fun. People are still going to complain, don't get me wrong. But it's always a little different at this time of year. Well, at that time of year, I think. But, um... Overall anticipation of TLC. Are you excited for it? Will you get to watch it? Are you working? Give me all the, all the goss. <laughs> I'll be working, but I'll be watching it at work as I as I do with the pay per views. Um, Sunday nights are usually pretty slow, so I usually get to sit there and and pay at least you know fifty percent of my brain pay attention to the pay per view. I'll probably rewatch it when I get home. Yeah. But I'll, I'll be I'll be tuned in, and I think it's gonna be a good. Sh I'm just looking at the, the the announced card right now, without mid card titles being announced, it's still pretty good. Yeah. I think we have some very intriguing matches here. Yeah, I agree. And especially, I'm I'm definitely, and I'm sure we'll talk about this more at length in a little bit. But I'm definitely looking forward to that women's tag team title match more than anything. Which, when have you have when have you been able to say that? It's crazy. Like they they. They built these titles. They made these titles what they were supposed to be from the onset. Mm, okay. Oh, damn. Before, no, 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 no. I agree with you, but I don't think the Kabuki Warriors... I think they've they've taken... I think... Ale I said this at the start. When the Iconics lost the championships to Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross, I think that was the best move they've done. I know, as, as, as much as I, it pains me to say it. That's the best move they did, because putting the title on someone like Bliss... Got the exposure it needed. Ever since Bliss and Nikki got those titles, those titles were featured on TV way more regularly. Like they were. Then the Kabuki Warriors won it, and they've run with it, and they've made those championships. They've taken what Alexa Bliss and Nikki started and made them potentially a main event worthy match. I mean, this, sh this match could main event the show. It's a toss-up between that and Roman. But, I mean, it's... It's going to be more exciting than Roman and Baron. Well, in my opinion. I think that's pretty much gospel at this point. Everyone will probably say that. But this has the potential to main event a show. The Women's Tag Team Championships, you know, the ones that... The cha championships that a lot of people have clamored for, they want more, and they're getting more. Um, you know, it comes with its, it comes with the things which we'll get to in a minute. But I am excited for that as well. Um, I, I love the Kabuki Warriors a lot. I don't know. How do you feel about the Kabuki Warriors? I think they. I think they're. I think they're perfect. I think that and it's funny because when we first got the Kabuki Warriors and everyone was like, "Oh, how come it's not Kyrie and Io?" Mm. Look at where everyone is now. Where Io is absolutely killing it in NXT, and Oscar is more relevant than she had been in like a year. And Kyrie Sane is killing it right now. She's pinned Becky Lynch in the past and Charlotte. And Scarlett. Yeah, and Charlotte Flair. It's like, they're just, everyone's in a great spot right now because of this team. Yep, I agree. Uh, I agree completely. When they come in, they had Paige, and it was like, they weren't really on television. The tag team titles were not on television really at all. Um, and then they kind of just weren't on TV for a while, and then we got that heel turn at Hell in a Cell. Hey, back to Hell in a Cell. We got that heel turn at Hell in a Cell, um, which I think was done 
really well. A lot of people were like, mm, they just healed us all of a sudden. I'm like, no, dumbasses. They turned in the match. They did a nice little turn for you. And then we got the green mist stuff and everything since that. I mean, the I love the fact that they... I love Paige. But I love the fact they don't have Paige anymore because I like their promos in Japanese. It makes it somehow... Like, I understand them more. But I don't understand what they're saying. I don't speak Japanese. But I, I think that emotion shines through more in Japanese. Yeah. I think they're more comfortable that way. And they're able to bring it bring a fierceness and an intensity to their promos that they aren't necessarily able to do in English. Yeah, because they, you you know, everyone kind of seen how when when they do have to speak Japanese, Asuka's the one to do it. I think she speaks better Japanese than, uh, better English, I mean, than um, Kairi Sane. But it does get a little bit lost sometimes because it's not her native language and she's learning a new language in her adulthood. That's not easy to do um, at all. So, you know, when they do cut promos and it's in Japanese, you, again, you feel that emotion. You can feel the story they're trying to tell. And Kairi's just kind of laughing and it just all adds. And then, you know, Asuka says like, easy peasy. And that's like my favorite thing ever because anyone who's watched Asuka's YouTube channel, oh, it's the best thing ever. Have you ever watched any of her YouTube channel, Kevin? Because no. it's fantastic. You should. Kana-chan TV. It's fantastic. She just literally does the... She cooks a lot of cabbage and she puts together like weird chairs and she plays video games sometimes and she just says easy peasy all the time. She goes easy peasy. That's like her thing. And it's hilarious. And there's all these little like... It's very Japanese. Like like um, like anime stuff. Like there's stuff popping up on the screen. There's lots of sound effects going on. It's fantastic stuff. You should... It's a good laugh. Um, but... Anyway, I digress onto Kana-chan TV, but Oscar and Oscar and Kari, the Kabuki Warriors. Have did you see around on Twitter this week? Or my, I think it was this week or last week. There was like a GIF going around, and like Kyrie was like dancing in the background with the tag team championships, and Oscar was like dancing up the front. I'm like, they just seem like they're so happy with what they're doing, and you can see that translate. And their matches are better. Like the last two weeks, they've had two really great handicap matches with Charlotte and Becky. I thought the Charlotte one was better than the Becky one, but um, both really good matches. And going into TLC, they're going into a tag team championship match, TLC match. Last year, it was a triple threat with three of three of the four women in this match. It's pretty crazy how a year can progress. Yeah, you look at and it's you look at it like I'm sure some people will see it as a demotion from from the SmackDown Women's Title picture to. The tag team titles, I don't see it as a demotion at all. I see it almost as a promotion because they're going to main event the show. You really think that? I, I hope they do. I, I think they. I think it's the right call. I think it's the best storyline. I can see them doing Reigns and Corbin, and I can also see them doing Wyatt and Miz. Mm. Maybe not as likely, but I could see it. But I think the Kabuki Warriors, Lynch and Flair, I think Lynch and Flair are your main eventers right now. And, mm. you know, Oscar and Kyrie Sane have more than proven that they belong. Yeah, I agree with that. I think it's going to be a fantastic match. I, re I think it will be. A it's got four people in there. Um, you have a lot of opportunities for a lot of carnage. I, I mean, I've watched the TLC match that Becky, Charlotte, and Oscar in last year many times, and that match was fantastic. That match was just straight boom, boom, boom. Just very, very, very good. Um, so I have no doubt that this will be a good match as well. I hope it main events as well. Um, I can see them going with Reigns and Corbin and, 
and whatever else. But um, I hope it does. I have been kind of a little bit vocal about the fact that I'm not... I like all the people involved, but I'm not particularly thrilled that Becky's in this match as opposed to defending her title and Charlotte's with someone else. But I understand where they're going. I'm pretty sure the Kabuki Warriors will probably win this match and then we get Asuka and Becky at Rumble um, because it really is the one person that Becky hasn't beat is Asuka. So, yeah, and it'll be, it'll be one year removed from the last time they faced each other. Yeah. Um, in a, a high-stakes title situation where Asuka won. Yeah. Um, in a fan, really underrated match of this year. A very, yeah, very, very good match. match. Both women's match. matches on that card were really good. Yeah. All three matches. Including all the three. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you're right. Like, Sasha... Sasha Ronda was fantastic. Very like, my favorite match on the card. Yeah, it was very overlooked as well. I think it's because it's in January and we forget. We have so, we've seen yeah. so much great wrestling this year, which next week, guys, we're going to have like an end of year, end of decade kind of just chat next week. So we'll talk about all the matches that we love. But here's a little teaser. There's been a lot of good fucking wrestling this year. A lot of good wrestling. And yeah. it's hard to just pinpoint and go, this was my favorite match of the year because then someone will go, what about this match? And you go, oh, I fucking forgot about that match. Um, because we see so we've seen more wrestling this year than any other calendar year. It just gets more and more and more, and that's another complaint. There's just a lot of wrestling. There's another company involved this year that wasn't there at the end of last this time last year. So next week we're gonna probably have a fairly long episode of just talking about stuff we've loved over the year and over the decade. But um, back to this card and this this match in particular, I have been a little bit. Yeah, like I said, a little bit vocal about the fact that I wish Becky was defending her championship because she actually hasn't defended that title since Hell in a Cell. And it's like, mm, just, this should be the opportunity where Becky is, she is on another level, I get that, and there is there is a gap between, like, the Charlottes, the Oscars, the Beckys, um, the Kyries, and the rest. However, this is the opportunity for Becky to be in the ring with people like Sarah Logan, people like Liv Morgan, um, People that need that little bit of attention and they can get it from Becky. They don't have to win. I'm not saying they need to be the Royal Women's Champion. I'm just saying being in the ring with Becky Lynch and getting a bit of opportunity to show what they can do builds a division. I think that's where my gripe is with the women's division is that it's very good and there's a lot of great talent. However, they've built up the people they've built up so much that when someone else comes along, it's like there's no fucking point. Because they haven't built the rest of the division. They put all their eggs in one basket with the Beckys, the Charlottes, the Baileys, the Sashas. That there isn't a little, there isn't a lot of room for anyone else. They've really crowded that space with just that. Ah. And, and correct me if I'm wrong. Um, didn't Paige say something relatively similar to that on WWE backstage? Yes. Very similar vein, yeah. Um, she, she basically said basically that. Um, which she's right about. Um, they've, they've really have, that would be my only gripe with the women's division because I think the, the ladies have, the last couple of years I've said this, they have been my favorite part of WWE programming across the board from main roster, whatever you want to call main roster, Raw and SmackDown to NXT, just across the board. Um, they, they've been my favorite part. So that would be my gripe with them is that I wish they would start building other people because... 
I understand there is a pecking order and there is people on top and there is people, there's always going to be like someone on top and then that's just how wrestling works. But if you're not giving other people opportunities to shine, then they're never going to get to shine. And then you don't really have a division. You have a couple of people because Becky can't be the champion forever. It's just not a thing that, that you can't have Becky be the champion forever. You can't just have Charlotte in there with Becky all the time. You need to give other people the opportunity to shine. And I just don't think they're really doing so. Like, you're not putting other people, at least on TV. You know what I mean? Like, um, it's it's pretty weird. But, I mean, it is what it is. We've, the fact that we've still got a women's TLC match happening in a few days is pretty mind-blowing because you wouldn't say that two years ago. It was weird. Yeah, I know. It, it, it really is, shows how far we've come that we're getting this match. And it's like, you don't even think twice about it anymore. I uh, know. Which is which is a good thing. I'm glad we're in that. It's becoming yeah, no, it's a great thing. It should be the norm that we're getting t- women's TLC matches and women's Royal Rumbles and women's you know Hell in a Cell matches and Money in the Bank main, and all that main, good main, stuff. Main, it, main. it just comes with the territory now, which is exactly how it should be. Yeah, I love the fact that it's becoming the norm. We're getting rid of that first ever stuff, and it's just becoming a match, and it could main event. The fact that we're just like. It's not being billed as like a main event because, you know, first ever main, like, it's just, it could be the main event. It could be, it couldn't be. It's in the conversation. Um, I like that we're in that point now. Um, I was off of the women's TLC match because there is other stuff. We'll talk about Roman and Baron. This has been very polarizing with some stuff that's been going on. Um, I don't know. I uh, I don't know how I feel about things like dog food and people in dog costumes and yeah. I understand Punk CM Punk said something on backstage this week. Um, he didn't actually hate it. He understands he's like it's a bad guy doing bad things. You shouldn't really like them anyway. I get that and I understand that and I'm like yeah okay he's got a point. However, um, I just don't understand things like. Is it a little lazy just doing things like that? Like, okay, you're humiliating Roman Reigns. Cool, you're going to rub dog food on him. Gross. I don't like that. Cool. But is it just kind of like, could you a little bit, be a little bit more inventive? <laughs> like, it's just a little bit whatever. How do you feel about all of this stuff that's been going on with Roman and Baron? I, I just don't care about I, I don't hate it. I don't, you know, I'm not like, oh, I can't believe they're using dog. It makes sense. You know, Roman Reigns is the big dog. It makes sense to humble him in that way. I just don't care about Reigns and Corbin. I'm not not saying I don't care about them individually. I don't care about them together. I don't care about this match. I don't think, I I definitely don't think this match deserves a TLC stipulation. Doesn't make, why would they, for one, no TLC match should end in a pinfall. And that's this match because there's nothing to climb for. So they're gonna, they're, it's just a, it's a match with weapons. It ain't a TLC match to, to me anyway. That's not a TLC match. TLC match is when you climb the ladder and you grab something down. Yeah, this is literally like a hardcore match or an extreme rules match. Yeah. you could call it. Um, just with those three weapons encouraged. Anyway, um, I yeah, I'm, I'm on the same page as you. I don't dislike either dude. I don't hate Roman, and it's really fun to hate Baron because he's very—he's a good heel. Um, 
but I just don't care about them together, like you. I just don't care about this match. I would be happy to get past it so then they can go on to declare themselves in the Royal Rumble. Because that's where, as we've said this many times, it's my favorite show of the year. The Royal Rumble is just so fun. I just want to get to the Rumble. TLC is always... It's been 10 years since TLC started, by the way. Just, I know that's probably a bit mind-boggling. 2009 is when TLC... Yeah. Like, that's so crazy to me that we've been going this for 10 years, that TLC, it feels like it's just started. But it is becoming a, it's a mainstay of the pay-per-view card. It's, you know, it's a December tradition, I guess. Um, But It is. It's that pay-per-view that gets you to Royal Rumble season. It's important in its own way. Yeah, I, I agree. And it's always fun. From memory, there hasn't really been too many bad TLC pay-per-views. I'm sure there has been. But um, this one should be fun. Like, the matches that I'm really looking forward to, we talked about Buddy and Alistair. That, it, given the time, that could ha- be a lot of fun. Because those two guys can just go out and wrestle. Because they're very good at it. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. They're two of the best. They're two of the best in the company right now. And it'll be good for them to finally get that single showcase they're looking for. Yeah, um, for on both parts. Um, the only problem I have with that match is that neither can really afford a loss. I know that Buddy will probably lose, but they've both got a little bit of something behind them. And, I don't know. But, I'm still excited for the match. Um, we've got things, uh, what else is on this card? Uh, oh, oh, okay. Let's talk about Rusev and Bobby Lashley. Alright. I'm all in. <clears throat> I have, um, I'm not going to call it a rant. But yes. I do have a little Honor bit of an opinion. I have a little bit of an opinion on this. So this has been going on what? So when did Lana and Bobby Lashley first come out and, and uh, have, you know, the, the it's the closest thing to having sex on screen without having sex. Um, it's been a while. It's been what? The season premiere of Raw back in October, I believe it was. And that was the same, yeah, that was the same week as SmackDown going live on Fox, right? So, yeah, um, that's when this all started, and it's been going on for two months, a bit over two months, and it has been through some twists, some turns, a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. It is, um, it's, it's different. It's not completely different from stuff wrestling hasn't done in the past. It's not. There's been stuff like this before. It's just it hasn't been done in a little bit of time. Is that fair to say? Yeah. This is a classic example of people want the Attitude Era back until we get an Attitude Era-like segment, and then all of a sudden, oh, we don't want that. I I mean, and I'll be honest, I didn't like it at first either because I, I don't particularly think we need the, those kind of segments back. But it's been so hokey and cheesy, and Rusev is like – Clearly just, like, not even taking it seriously, and he's just doing whatever he wants. I think that is great. I think yeah. this is the most over Rusev's been since Rusev Day, which, in retrospect, isn't that long ago. But <laughs> Rusev always gets himself over. And yeah. Bobby Lashley is really easy to hate because he's, like, a charisma vacuum. And Lana's easy to hate because she's she's really good at being hateable. I mean, she's a good heel. Yeah. Um, I agree with you completely. All right. Are you ready to go on this ride with me? <laughs> oh, fuck yeah. All right. So, at the start, I'm the same as you. I was like, this isn't great. I get it. But I was like, listen, WWE have done a lot of stuff 
that they've just forgotten about very easily. And I wanted this just to be go, okay, let's just forget about this. We will never mention it again. We don't even have to think about it. You do it with lots of other stories. Let's just sweep this under the rug. See you later. We'll put the rug right in the trash. See ya. However, this is not the case. They've been doing this for a couple of months. And it's been Lana saying she was pregnant to get it. Rusev, and then she wasn't pregnant, so then Bobby Lashley could beat up Rusev, and then there was arrests on both parts, and there was restraining orders, and there was live divorces that we've seen this week, which, by the way, I don't think was that bad of a segment. I actually thought it was kind of funny. I'm starting to see the funniness in the last few weeks of this stuff. Like you said, Rusev's just like, whatever, I don't give a fuck, like, I'm just doing what I want. And I feel like people will probably not agree with me here, I feel like Lana is purposely being so over the top. Like, she is just going ham. Like, in what world would she ever think that a promo is great if I just scream? That's not Wrestling 101 to me. And I feel like Lana knows that. And I feel like Lana is like, this story has not gone exactly like the way that, like, I I, I feel like they thought something else. Just WWE in general. And I feel like Lana is being so over the top just to, hey, hate me. Bring it. Hate me. Because it's working. Now, what I want to say to you is that, is the idea in any wrestling world to have a heel and a baby face? Just answer yes or no. Don't elaborate. You want a story? Yeah. Yes. You want a heel, baby face? Yeah. Okay. WWE have done a fantastic job right now of giving you a clear-cut heel, or heels in this case, and a clear-cut baby face. Rusev is over as fuck, which is what you want any story to be, is you want your baby face to get really fucking over, and your heels to be really fucking hated. Yes or no, is that's not what is happening right now. That is Wrestling 101, and that is exactly what's happening right now. There is no story in wrestling right now well, at least in the WWE world, I won't comment on other stuff because I don't really dabble too much in AEW's product at the moment. But there is a clear-cut heel, there's clear-cut heels, and there's a clear-cut baby face. There is no, these guys are cool, let's cheer for these because we're different and we want to cheer for the bad guy. No, we fucking hate Lana and Bobby Lashley. And we love Rusev. Rusev Day is over its peak. It could be at its peak right now. Every time that dude's in the ring, they're going nuts and they just want to see you tear apart Bobby Lashley. Isn't that what wrestling is meant to be? Therefore, isn't this story working? Yeah. I understand that there's the bits and there's like hokiness that not necessarily everybody loves. But that's the same people that we've watched Mae Young give birth to a hand and everybody fucking loves that shit. Yeah, here's the thing. Wrestling is inherently silly. Wrestling is inherently over the top. So I don't understand. Like, I know we're making more of a move towards realism in wrestling, but you have to have segments like this. Really? You have to remind people wrestling. It's fake. It's bullshit. It's wrestling, made up. Realism. Isn't this a real-life story? People cheat. People get in love with other people, and people get mad. Yeah, you're right. You're not wrong. This is more real than someone rubbing dog food on somebody. No offense to that story. I understand why they're doing it, but it's not like You mean people... you've never rubbed dog food on someone? It's not like I'm going around and rubbing dog food on someone because I don't like them. Like, there's people that, that go out of their way to 
cheat on one another. As horrible as that is, not saying that I do that at all. It's not the case. It's commonplace. But it, it happens. So this is a real story and people are reacting. They're reacting in real time almost. They're reacting as if it was happening. It's not like Lana and Rusev aren't really married. They fucking are. So they're playing on real emotions here. I understand it's not real. I understand they're still married. Yeah, okay. But they're acting as if, hey, if Bobby Lashley got with my wife, I'd be pretty fucking mad. And I'd want to rip them both to shreds in the sense of beating the shit out of Bobby Lashley and just, you know, just whatever. to Like, I just, I don't like the people. I would not be a happy dude. So therefore, I can see that in Rusev and I can relate to that in Rusev because I'd be like, well, I'd be pretty mad if, if my wife was with another dude. You know, I can relate to that and I can hate Bobby and Lana because they're, they're crappy human beings at the moment. So isn't this really the most real story in wrestling at the moment? You got my brain on a pretzel because uh, you're not because you're right. In a way. I'm, just, I'm not trying to... D- I understand there's been some hokiness, and, but that's what wrestling at its core is built on, is silliness. Um, I mean, we believe in literal dead men. We believe in the... Uh, we believe in an Irish whip. That move ain't real, but we believe in it. It happens in every match. So you're telling me you can't... You can believe in someone that's dead, like The Undertaker. You can believe in someone doing a move like a catapult, but you can't believe in someone cheating on someone? Hmm... I never liked this, by the way, and I understand there's been times in this story where I've been like, I don't necessarily like what's on my screen. However, these last few weeks, I've gone, hold up, this is a real story. And not only that, it is doing the biggest numbers on YouTube, it's doing the biggest interactions on Twitter, and Rusev is one of the most over guys on Raw at the moment. And Lana and Bobby Lashley are probably two of the most hated people in the company at the moment. Two of the top three. So I really can't, I really cannot go out of my way to say this isn't a good story. I can't go out of my way to say I'm not going to defend this. I can go out of my way to say, hey, I'd like this to end very soon. Because I think a lot of us would. Because it has been stretched out for a little while now. And there's only so far you can go with these stories. However, I understand why they keep doing it. If it wasn't working, people wouldn't be watching it on YouTube. People wouldn't be tuning in. Their, their rating spikes on Raw is with those segments. Because people love train wrecks. People love watching people get arrested. That is what wrestling is built on at its core. The Attitude Era was at its peak, not because of the wrestling, but because of the segments. We don't talk about We go through the Attitude Era, and yeah, we can go through and be like, that was a great match, that was a great match. But no, we remember the beer bash. We remember Austin getting arrested. We remember Vince McMahon pissing his pants. Tell me one match from Raw on March 17th, 1999. Please tell me. But I'm Duke sure the Dumpster people... Droz versus uh, IRS. Good work. Um, it's just, it's just, I don't know, it just irritates me that people are just like... People always clamor at me because I'm always like, I'm just seeing what's on the surface and not overanalyzing everything. But now it's the opposite way around. You're not analyzing this story. You're just seeing what's on the surface and you're reacting and being like, this is stupid. Why would they, why do we care about someone else cheating on someone else? Because we know they're really still married. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? That's the thing is that 20 years ago, we may not, we may not have known that they were actually married. 
and thus it makes it more believable. People are having a hard time separating um, fiction from reality here, and they're definitely like, "Oh, well, they're still married, so why would they run this stupid divorce segment when, like, we would, we might not have known that twenty years ago?" And that's why it worked so well. I agree. Sorry to rant, yeah. um, and sorry to probably annoy a lot of people with the fact that I'm defending this storyline. But yeah, our, li- our, li- our listenership is about to take a dive. Or Spike, like Rusev and Bobby La- and Bobby Lashley uh, segments. Oh, you're probably hey, maybe maybe that's the maybe that's the uh, the lead the hook on the show is that we're defending Rusev and Lashley. I'm I, I like I I understand I here's here's my final take on it. I understand where people are coming from. However, analyze this, look at this, and say, is it working? Therefore. If you really don't like it, if all of these people that say they don't like it, stop fucking talking about it on Twitter. Stop looking at it on YouTube. Because then the numbers drop and they go, we have no reason to do this anymore because people don't care. That's how I see it. They are having a tables match TLC. I don't really love tables matches, to be completely honest with you. However, it'll probably be fine. And Lana will probably take a bump into a table, to be completely honest with you. There'll be some kind of miss communication and Rusev will be standing in front of Lana and Bobby Lashley will go to run and then Rusev will get out of the way and Lana will go through a table and Rusev will win. Happy days. It's Rusev. That's wrestling one-on-one. It's Rusev day. Um, could you see them stretching out this story longer? Yeah. Me too. <laughs> yeah, I could because, you know, for all the points you made, it is doing the best numbers on YouTube right now. And it's getting the most people talking. I think they could stretch it out. I, I, I could too. I don't really necessarily want them to because I think Rusev is destined for better things. But I've been saying that for years, so I don't know. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, I think they could stretch it out. And I probably think they will at least – over the new year uh, to get us through those slumpy parts of Raw because there is a, what, six, seven-week build? I think six-week build to Royal Rumble. And for those... Yeah, and it's always a little... We're always a little sluggish around this time of year. So they'll probably stretch it out. They'll probably have some kind of miracle on 34th Street fight on the Christmas Raw, and then they'll have some kind oh. of... They'll is that, is that the lock of the century that, that Rusev and Lashley are going to have a miracle on 34th Street fight? I think that's just commonplace at this point. <laughs> Pretty sure they're just going to do it. Um, and then there'll be some kind of champagne drinking thing on the New Year's Eve kind of raw. That New there Year's might be a shit. cake. Lana might get her face put in the cake. There'll be shit dumped on them or some crap like that. You know, standard wrestling, standard stuff. The next couple of weeks of raw, like post next week, like after next week, is just like nil and void. It's just like whatever. Um, I'm pretty sure, could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure they'll probably be taped. I believe they are going to be taped. Yeah, which is fine. I want them yeah. to have the holidays to themselves, do what they do, go enjoy Christmas, go enjoy the New Year's, then get back to stuff and we can start building this fucking rumble because the first roar of the year, they always do something cool. There's always something cool. Um, we'll probably see some, like, maybe John Morrison kind of stuff come up very soon with the Royal Rumble. I'm assuming he'll be in the Rumble. He was on the bump this week, and, um, listen, I love John Morrison, but I don't want to see the guy talk. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm indifferent about John Morrison. He hasn't moved the needle for me. Yeah, hasn't moved a needle for a lot of people, 
I like Morrison when he was in WWE, and I've watched his stuff throughout the last... It's been eight years, which is really weird to say again. It's been eight years since he was in a WWE ring. But he went and did a lot of shit, and I'm pretty sure he's... He, he was always very athletic. Very... I wouldn't say he was great in the ring. I don't think he was a great, like, ring technician. He just did a lot of... He had a great entrance. Yeah, great entrance, and I'm excited for that theme music to come back. Great. Great to that. And, um... He, him, Miz had a little thing on the bump, and they talked about the dirt sheet, and I had all the feels because the dirt sheet was so fucking was ahead of its time. So ahead of its time. It was the first dot-com exclusive show, and that's really the foundation for a lot of WWE's product now, is dot-com and network exclusive stuff. Things like the bump. Um, just, it's very internet-based, so it is. it was a little bit of ahead of its time in wrestling. But the dirt sheet was just so silly, and I loved it. It was just... It was so bad that it was good, almost. And they were so, they were so hateable. Oh, man. Gotta hate him. Miz and his fucking shorts. Oh, and his hair and his song, that just long guitar riff of a song that he used to have. I fucking hated it. It was the worst. And Morrison was just, had those big sideburns and you just wanted, oh, they were the worst, but they were the best. (laughs) Like, I want to see them together again. Is that something that's on people's radars? I don't know. Might be uh, a bolster tag division. Yeah, well, so, uh, they need it. Um, speaking of the tag division, TLC will see a Raw Tag Team Championship Open Challenge. Viking Raiders will defend their championships. I'm presuming it'll be probably the Usos will come back. Yeah, I have to assume. It, it can't really be any, anything else is a disappointment. Unless it's the Hardy Boys. Is Jeff back? Be. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what Jeff's deal is. Yeah, I know he had a little bit of an issue over the last couple of months again. I hope that dude... uh, Honest to God, like, I love Jeff Hardy, and I love him in the ring, and I love everything. Like, Jeff's always been great, but I just hope that dude would just chill for a bit and go get himself sorted, because obviously there's still some underlying issues here. Yeah, he's had issues forever. I mean, it's almost to the point where I I love Jeff Hardy, but he's, he's almost unemployable. Yeah, I would agree with that. Um, Matt's been back on Raw the last few weeks, and he's had a baby, um, and he's been kind of hinting at the fact that his contract's coming up, and we're going to see Matt flourish. I think this is the biggest troll job ever, because I don't think Matt's going anywhere. And I think no, this neither is just, do I. I, I think like a lead to think, the broken thing again, or something. I think Matt just knows how to work the crowd. Yes, he fucking... He's been, what, doing this for 25 years? He knows what he's doing. And I just think he's being so obvious about it that it's like, you ain't going anywhere. It's going to be some kind of, um... Some kind of... Broken or new character or something, because he keeps losing. And the way he keeps writing about it on Twitter, it's like... I see what you're doing here, Matt. Or could just come to march and he could just be like deuces i'm i'm sure other uh, another company will take him no doubt <laughs> he's matt hardy What's matt hardy doing on AEW? <laughs> um yeah but um tlc what what else is going on on tlc uh we got is there any other matches announced um i'm looking here we have two more that are announced on wikipedia bray wyatt versus the miz which i have questions about mm. I'm excited because we're probably going to get to see Bray wrestle in a sweater, which is nice, and no red light. Which is so really we're nice. actually, it's actually going to be Bray Wyatt. It's not going to be The Fiend. Well, that's what they've announced it as. Um, and it, it wow. like Miz has not got a problem with The Fiend. Miz has a problem with Fire, 
Firefly Funhouse Bray. Because he's, you know, put himself in the family portrait and shit like that. Um, I'm excited the fact that this isn't for the Universal Championship. It's not. No, it's it's not. So that's what I'm I'm, I'm happy about that. I think the Miz might win. And then we see Miz, Brian, and Bray at Rumble. There's always a great triple threat at the Royal Rumble. They always have like a My thought process is like, I think it'd be a good storytelling uh, device if they made it so like Bray Wyatt, the man, is very beatable, but the Fiend is unstoppable. Oh, that's a good idea. I never thought of it that way. He needs the f- to be the Fiend to win. Oh. I mean, we still have got SmackDown, so it could all change, and this could be nil and void, and they could just be like, eh, never mind, it's the Fiend. But Miz has a problem with Bray, and the graphic is Bray, and the Universal Championship is the blue one, not the Fiend one. So, I hope it's sweater-wearing, non-red light match Bray. That would be my only gr- uh, uh, grief with the Fiend, is that there's a fucking red light, and it hurts my eyes when I watch it. It's too... We have a- bright and just annoying and I just don't like it anyway um I like that idea of Miz winning and having Bray be beatable when he's Bray but completely unbeatable when he's the fiend Hmm. yeah I I think that's a good little uh, plot device yeah okay I'm with that what's the other match on the card that we haven't talked about uh the New Day versus the Revival for the Smackdown tag titles which I'm always excited for because that's just gonna be a good match I wish it was a ladder match we don't have a ladder match on the card here, unless unless there's going to be one announced in the next couple of days. Yeah, um, I'm assuming Lacey and Bailey will probably get added to the card. Um, that's been kind of building for the last few weeks, which is fine. It's someone else for Bailey to work with, and and Bailey and Lacey Evans had a really good match on SmackDown a few months back. If you remember, you may not remember, but it was really good. Um, Take your word for it. It was really good. Um, how do you feel about a babyface Lacey Evans? I think if they lean into her military background, it's a very easy thing to do. I agree. A lot of people are like, we hate Lacey. She's too much of a heel. Um, she's a mother. She's a former military member. Um, she... A badass woman. Yeah. That's very easy to get over as a babyface. And it's I working. know obviously she's a good heel because she's, she leaned into the sassy Southern Belle shit, yeah, but... Works. She has the characteristics of a baby face down pat. I agree. I agree. And I think she has the moveset of a baby face. It's a freaking moonsault. Best moonsault ever-ish. Um, she has that quality about her. And it's wor- the first, literally, when Bailey and, and Sasha were out in the ring post-Survivor Series saying, like, this women's division sucks. That's the reason we lost at Survivor Series. And then Lacey come out. There was Lacey Evans' chance. She was a heel, though. Why is she getting... Because to casual fans, she's a, like I said, military mother. She has the embodiment of what is perceived as, like, a superstar in the, in wrestling. She has that kind of look about her. She can talk as well. A lot of people give... A lot of people just don't give any credit to Lacey Evans. I, I, you know how I am about Lacey. I've always liked Lacey, but a lot of people are just like, she fucking sucks because she didn't come from wrestling. She doesn't know anything about the business. I'm like, you're getting worked to a core 
if you actually think she disrespects all these legends and stuff like that. She was being her character. She was just one of those people that were just heels 100% of the time she was in the public eye. Um, but she's a very good babyface. She can speak. She's 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 shown a lot of improvement in the ring over the last year. Probably working with people like Becky and Natty really do help. Um, I know, bizarro thinking is that not everybody is good straight from the start. They actually have time to develop. And maybe, yes, in some cases she was called up maybe a little bit too early. But sink or swim. I'm pretty sure she swam pretty well. Swam with the sharks. Didn't and, get bit. And I don't think she's going to beat Bailey. I'm pretty sure Bailey's going to hold that championship going into WrestleMania. But that's not the point. This is what I've been saying. If we allow back to what I was saying with Becky, is that Bailey is working with other people. Bailey's not just working with the same person over and over again. Because it would have been easy just to put Bliss in there and have Bliss and Bailey because it's known and Bliss is known as over. It would have been easy just to do that. But no, they went with something different. They're using Lacey. I understand she got a little bit of an opportunity with Becky. I get that. But this is fresh. This does feel different. If I'm mistaken, I could, I mean, it might not feel different to everybody else, but it feels different to me. It is. It's, it's something, it is different. It's something we really had, you, you, you alluded to a match they had a few months ago, but it's not something that's been done to death. No. It is, it is no, it's different. Yeah. I have no, I have no issue with that. And I'm assuming, like I said, that'll probably be added to the TLC card. It might not be, but I'm pretty certain it will be. Um, Ah, okay. Well, we're talking about TLC. Overall, though, you said you're pretty excited for TLC. Um, probably mainly for the women's TLC match, as am I. I hope that main events. We'll soon find out. If that doesn't main event, Roman and Baron probably will. I would guess um, those would be the two. It's a TLC match for both of them. So let's hope that the women's tag team championships is the last match. And let's hope that the Kubuki Warriors retain because... I'm all for those two, to be completely honest. I just want to see them just keep going and doing what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, I think it'd be, I think it's a huge... I, I think they retain, and I think it, it's going to be a huge win for them. I hope so. I really hope so, because they're both really fun to watch. They're just... Honestly, Kairi Sane and Asuka are great heels. Which I Could really you think. imagine an insane elbow from the top of a ladder? I mean... I didn't think we'd seen an insane elbow through the table like we've seen on Raw. And by the way, that camera shot that they did on that Raw... That was a camera shot, yeah. Oh, right in the other living room, they can. God, it was so good. It felt like that table was just going to be like, ah, I'm going to hit with it. Um, it was just fun. That was... I, I, an insane elbow drop from the top of the ladder. I can picture it. It'll make me cream my jeans, Josh. Oh, yeah. That's what I like to hear. Um, Okay. Let's talk about something that I'm very excited for, and I feel like you're going to know exactly what the words that are coming out of my mouth in a minute. Rhea Ripley is going for the NXT Women's Championship next week. Big episode of NXT. Let's talk about Rhea in just a second, because there was something that happened yesterday on NXT. Finn Balor is the number one contender for the NXT Championship. A lot of people were thinking Keith Lee. I think they're holding that off for a little bit later. We're getting Adam Cole and Finn Balor next week for the NXT Championship. Good golly, that's going to be a lot of fucking fun. Um, hmm. Okay, did you watch the triple threat that happened? Yes, I was able to catch it, got home just in time to catch that. Whew. It was a very good match. Very, was very, very good. Twas good. Twas good. The ending, hmm, I loved. I loved yeah, that no, ending. 
It was really, really well done. I didn't. I had no clue Finn was even up there. That was great. It was very good. Um, Finn and Cole, how weird is it to say that they're wrestling each other for one? They're wrestling each other in full sale at NXT for the NXT Championship in 2019. That's pretty crazy. And also, hmm, how you feeling? You're gonna you're looking forward to this match. Well, yeah, I mean, it's going to be great. It can't, it can't not be with the, with the caliber of competitors you have in this match. Adam Cole is on the tear of a lifetime. Finn Balor's been rejuvenated since he's come back down. It's got everything you need. I, I understand why people thought it was going to be Keith Lee, but I think this is a bigger win for Adam Cole because I don't think – I think Champa beats Cole at some point. I think Champa becomes a two-time champ. But I think they're going to hold that off. I think Keith Lee. Does, I don't think Keith Lee will beat Adam Cole, and I don't think Finn Balor will beat Adam Cole. But this is a huge win for Adam Cole. He's beating an. He's beating the first ever Universal Champion if he wins. Of course, they could throw. A, they could throw a wrench in the whole thing and have Finn Balor win. I wouldn't hate that either. But I don't think he will. No, I don't think he will either. It just is another. I think another check for Adam Cole because he's been a pretty fun. NXT champ. I've liked that at the top. Yeah, um, a lot. I think that match will be a lot of fun. Um, but uh, let's talk about let's talk about Rhea Ripley. Okay, <laughs> they've had some promo work and some everything on NXT, and I'm just so my emotions are already going crazy because you remember me going into WrestleMania for the Iconics, and. Listen, I was saying, they're going to win, they're going to win. I didn't think they were going to win. I think a lot of people thought the Iconics were going to win the Tag Team Championships. It was at WrestleMania. There's really nothing, like, better that could happen. Well, I'm wrong. Because if there's one thing that could be better than that, it's someone from where I live who, like, we have no one from Adelaide. No one, no one's successful except for Sia. Sia's the only person that is ever, anyone knows that is, you probably, a lot of people don't even know that she's from Adelaide. Did you know she was from Adelaide? I didn't know she was from Australia. Exactly. Sia is from Adelaide. And I think... Nope, that's... Sia is the only one. And then we have, like, a lot of sports stars and stuff that go, like, in Australian sport. We don't really have anyone. Especially, there's obviously been no one in wrestling that I've been this excited for that I'm watching going in next week. This is very different to the Iconics. A, there's so... How much momentum does Rhea Ripley have right now? She has got a lot of stuff behind her. It's arguably the most momentum Shayna Baszler is going up against. I know there's been other people in the past that Shayna has come through and made them tap out. But it doesn't feel like someone has had as much momentum as Rhea Ripley. Do you agree? I think coming off the heels of Survivor Series, she got a push that no one else has been able to get because they haven't had that main roster chance. Mm. I think Ripley's got the most momentum because she had the biggest opportunity. That's not to say no one else had momentum. Shirai had momentum. Oh, yeah, they had momentum. I'm not saying they didn't yeah, have momentum. momentum. Even Bianca Belair had some momentum. Yeah, and Shane had just come through and made him tap or go to sleep. Um, and that's what's going to happen on Wednesday. Oh, man. I am, like, literally, my eyes are closed as I'm talking right now because I'm just, like, my nerves for that. I, look, listen, you know this. Everyone that listens know this. We watch a lot of wrestling. Um, and while I love wrestling to bits, it is 
very hard for me to get very excited and very like in the moment of a match. This is that because it's just so much. This has never ha this there like there's nothing in wrestling I can pretty confidently say that is bigger than this for me. There isn't because there's no one from here and there's no one I like. Rhea Ripley is fantastic. She is very different to any other talent, especially in the women's divisions. There's not really a carbon copy of anyone that she is. She's just a complete and total badass. And that's what I like about her. I think that's what a lot of people like about her. A lot of people like Rhea Ripley. You don't really see that much Rhea Ripley hate. Of course, you're going to get it. But I don't know about you, but do you see a lot of people that just like, I hate Rhea Ripley? No, I literally don't think I've ever seen a person say that. She's different. She's a badass bitch. She's the mosh pit kid. She's, you know, she seems like all counts a nice person outside the ring. Yeah. Um, and she's just so damn good inside of it. She's very good. A very different competitor than when the Mayon Classic started a couple of years ago. Very different from three years ago. Um, just, whew, man, oh man. She what did I say? And I'm gonna and I'm gonna try to find the tweet. I pegged her as a future star when uh, she debuted in the Rumble or in the Mae Young Classic. Uh, yeah, um, my brother said the same thing. He was like, "She's gonna be something," and I'm like. I don't know. She was just like, when she first came into the Mae Young Classic, she was just long blonde hair, happy, you know, did a nice drop kick, and that was really about it. And then the second Mae Young Classic, I was like, holy shit, that's Rhea Ripley. She's very different. And then ever since that moment, I think everyone, you know, first NXT UK Women's Champ, um, had a stellar, just a stellar come into NXT with... The Shayna Baszler stuff, and she said literally like three, four words, um, and it was like, "Holy shit, Shayna and Rhea is something that I really want to see." And then Survivor Series weekend and everything like that. She has, yeah, like I said, momentum is the key word here for her. It's gonna be interesting next week because I am gonna be a mess. Either way, <laughs> I'm. I'm going to be. Saying, no matter what happens, you're gonna be fucked up. Oh yeah, every single move. This is this is like Kofi. This is like the Iconics. The one regret I have with the Iconics win is that I didn't film myself because I'm nutty. I'm going to put a camera in front of me on uh, next week this match, and I'm going to release it to the world just to see how crazy I actually am in wrestling. And I ain't gonna like. There's no like I'm turning an on and off switch here. This is just how I get within wrestling. Like I like vividly remember it wrestlemania when the iconics won i'm not even kidding you i did a fucking cartwheel i'm not I athletic i am just the most crazy person i'm i stand i i bite my nails i'm just every like just yelling and screaming like there's just gonna be it's gonna be a mess and the biggest regret is i didn't film it because people are like no you're not i'm like bitch you watch me and I, if rhea wins i'm just gonna cry you gotta go live man Oh, well, don't worry. It's going to happen. You'll see me watching NXT next week. Trust me. Um, everyone, hold your horses on that one. Um, it's just, it's just, I, oh my god, getting, I've got goosebumps talking about it because if Shayna wins, your boy is going to be salty as fuck. Oh my god, I'm going to be so 
mad. But like, I kind of want it. Like, I want. I wish this was at a takeover, but then I'm like, I want it right now. There's just so many emotions going through me at the moment. It's just going to be. I'm very much looking forward to it. In other words, I'm just very much looking forward to it. It's going to be a fun episode of NXT um, next week. It's just, and it's probably the week after is Christmas, so I'm assuming there'll be no NXT episode or AEW for that matter. I'd assume. Unless they do some kind of a pre-taped Christmas night. No AEW. What are we going to do? Mm, I'll be fucking fine. Um, it's... <laughs> um, I was going to watch Dynamite yesterday. I didn't. See, I was going to watch it. They used to... I don't know. They used. They usually have it on a repeat on after for me. And I was going to catch that because I got home in time. But they had some movie on. They had 300 Rise of an Empire on. I don't want to watch that. I want to watch. I want to know. I wanted to watch Dynamite. Yeah. I heard it was pretty. Good. I haven't watched Dynamite or really NXT in weeks because of work. It sucks. Um, I just watch NXT every week. I see clips of Dynamite. That's why I really make no. I don't like people that don't watch one of the other shows and then comment on it because I feel like if you don't watch it, you have no right to really comment on it too much unless you've watched it. So that's why I really don't talk about it that much because I don't feel it's within my right to say my opinion on it because I don't watch it. Is that fair? Or is that just rude of me? Yeah, not fair. Uh, I don't know. Let's be real though. We got one big show coming up this, this Christmas season that we all should be paying attention to and that's Wrestle Kingdom 14. That's the start of next month, isn't it? It's January 4th. Yeah. That's a Christmas lot. Christmas season basically. Uh, yeah, it's within the in the holiday spirit in the holiday season. Yeah. Um, I see. That's the only time I ever watch New Japan. I'm pretty sure I've said that before, but it's the, the, the only time there. you have to. And I'll, I'll, I'll definitely write some sort of primer for it, like uh, basically explaining how we got here. Uh, for the daily pinlock, so you could definitely read that if you do plan on watching. You could read that, and then you'll know everything that's going on. It's not hard to follow, really. Like, a lot of it's kind I of bullshit. Yeah. I've been keeping up with it just so I know, like, hey, this is happening, this is happening. It's over two days this year, next year, yeah. I should say. Yeah. It's a lot. I don't um, know if I like that, though. I don't know how I feel about it either. I mean, I'm still going to On one it. hand, it you don't have to watch, like, a seven-hour show. Oh. On the other hand, I love, like, one night a year watching a seven-hour show. Yeah, when people That's like, WrestleMania, WrestleMania is, like, eight hours, and it's like... I would watch WrestleMania if it went for fucking 10 hours. Like, it's WrestleMania. Yeah, I, I have all the energy in the bed. world for WrestleMania. Yeah. Like, I like I always have that day off of work. Like, I'm up. I'm ready. I'll watch it all day because it's WrestleMania. I can I can sit there with the pretty much same amount of energy the whole time of WrestleMania and then just be dead after it. But, like, that's Mania. I expect that. Like, I don't care. How, I never, ever complain about the length of a Mania. Like, I don't want to watch 10 hours of an Extreme Rules pay-per-view, but... Whatever, like if it's main, I'll watch it for however long they want to put it on for. So same with Wrestle Kingdom. If it went for seven hours, I would watch it all. Um, yeah. I should watch, like New Japan is in like the same time zone as me, basically. Um, it's on, at, we're a half an hour apart. <laughs> yeah, you could watch this shit and like, and it wouldn't be at the butt crack of dawn like it is for me. No, um, like I get up to watch wrestling. You know, WrestleMania, for example, is on... It starts at 5.30 in the morning for for me. Gosh. Wrestle Kingdom starts at, like, 6 in the in the evening. So, yeah. I really have no issue 
with time zones. <laughs> um, I have, I don't have that excuse for New Japan. You know what I mean? Like, I don't be like, oh, no, 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 can't watch yeah. it. Um, so I probably should watch it more often because it's very much just, it's not like I'm really doing anything. They've had time. a good year. This has been the year where I, I, I finally got a subscription and I yeah, actually really started watching the shows, like not just Wrestle Kingdom. They've had a good year. Like, it's really great wrestling. It, it, it doesn't have any of the frills or like the, uh, the, really the entertainment value that WWE has. And I know you're big on that. But if you just want to watch like a great wrestling match, I, that's that's when I would recommend New Japan. Yeah, I know that when I watch like Wrestle Kingdom or any New Japan show, it's like I'm in that mindset of I just want to watch some good wrestling. Um, I'm not looking for the the uh, not I won't say entertainment because it's still entertainment. Um, just the more the soap opera drama dramatic yeah, that element of yeah. wrestling because I think that is an element of wrestling, and I like you said. And it's like, important. Oh, it's important. It's I Japan's lean into biggest. that, yeah. I very much lean into that. That's some of my favorite stuff is that kind of stuff. However, you know how I am too. I love a good wrestling match. Like all of us. I love bell to bell. Just go in there and just wrestle circles around everybody. I'm into that a lot. But it's just finding the balance. Um, yeah. And it's just going... Do you know when you're watching anything new and you're just like, oh, do I really want to, you know spend my time on something else and then I end up not liking it. Like I don't want to like waste any of my time doing that, but it's just once you get started, once you get rolling, you're like, okay, here we go. I think that would be me with new Japan. It's just, listen, dude, we watch a lot of wrestling and sometimes the last thing I want to do is add more wrestling into my week. Yeah. You have to cut the cord somewhere. Um, and it's, it's just hard, but nonetheless, wrestle kingdom will be a lot of fun. That's like, we got TLC, then we got like that little like span of a couple weeks of Christmas and then well, everything. And then Wrestle Kingdom, Rumble. We're on the road to WrestleMania. There's a takeover in there. There's an AEW show in there. Um, see, I see AEW oh, yeah, going back to Chicago again. Revolution. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, we, we got, what else have we got in there? Illumination Chamber, probably. Fast Lane's probably in there. Fucking yeah. um, and before you know it, we'll be talking about WrestleMania. And that's how fast this year has really gone. I know. And it's how fast next year is going to go. I know. It's crazy. Wrestling is a crazy world. Um, I'm excited for TLC. I'm excited for all that. I'm excited to get past the Christmas season um, just in general because it's a lot. I love Christmas to bits. It's in my Twitter name in all caps. I love Christmas, but it is very taxing. Like just on, there's a lot going on at Christmas time. Like you're like, I got to be here. got to be here. I'm doing this at work. I'm doing this at home. It's just like buying gifts for everybody and just being like, whoa, just let me chill out for a little bit. I'm excited to get to New, New Year's just so I can drink. <laughs> there you go. Basically. Alcohol. Alcohol is the savior of everything. Am I right? Um, I love it. Uh, me too. Um, but yeah, we've got one more episode of the year next week. It is going to be a look back, like I said, at the decade, at the year, everything like that. Just a nice old chit chat. And then we are going to be taking a week off for Christmas just because, listen, it's busy. Me and Kev just need some time just to go, huh. well, at least I do. Um, I don't know about you, Kev, but at least I need a little bit of a, huh, just chill out where I don't have to worry about it's anything. It's going to be so week. hectic during the holidays because, you know, travel and all that shit. It's, it's good to take a week off. I agree. I, and, yeah. I, and I definitely do need some time to just go, as you put it. 
I was going to take two weeks off, but I couldn't go two weeks without talking to you, Kev. So I'm like, no, fuck that. Um, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll have Christmas week off. We'll enjoy our New Year's and then we'll be back to it on whatever date that is. But I'll have the date for you next week because we're still going to be here next week. As you know, the Josh Robinson Show is having a little bit of a break until next year just so I can recharge my batteries with that because I really only have time to do this and that's basically about it. Um, and yeah, Kev's got his new blog going over at, um, what's all your links that you need to tell people to, where they can find all that stuff? Yeah, you can find the Daily Chinlock at the dailychinlock.home.blog. Uh, I think we just went over a hundred views total since I started. It's only been two weeks. So that's pretty good. Uh, yeah, and you can catch all sorts of things there. You can catch, you can catch me on Twitter uh, at Daily Chinlock or at Kevin C Wrestling or at TL Kevin Carroll. I run a lot of Twitter accounts. Yeah, he has three. It's like okay, show up. It's over tough. Here. It's tough. I'll give it all to one. Um, but I'm good for you, fucker. <laughs> um, I was gonna say something else and I can't remember. Hmm. And that. Can't remember. Doesn't matter. It mustn't be that important. Anyway, I hope you all enjoyed TLC. I hope you enjoyed our a little bit of a scattered look at the card. And just wrestling in general at the moment because I mean it's it's a it's I'm enjoying wrestling at the moment. I really am, but it's just that time of year. I keep saying that and I keep saying that, but it is. It's just that time of year when everybody kinda needs to recharge, <laughs> including wrestling. <laughs> um because we just got so many better things to look forward to. <laughs> I, I just really honestly think that just in the wrestling world. But I hope you enjoy TLC, like I said. Um, and you know where to find all our links. And we'll, I guess we'll see you guys next week. And we'll see what mood I'm in. Because we will be recording after NXT. So I'll either be a cry happy boy. Or just the angriest jerk off that you'll ever see next week. So, look forward to that. <laughs> Peace out, everyone. <laughs>